All right. Uh, good morning. You're probably listening to this uh, episode in the morning on Monday, probably on your commute to work. Uh, welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast of ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Junie, and thanks for tuning in. Quick disclaimer, these are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. If you're seeking financial advice from someone talking by themselves in their bedroom at 8.24 p.m. on a Sunday night because they have nothing better to do, then you should probably seek medical attention. Moving on to the weekly plays. Um, well, first of all, I just want to say I'm getting more and more comfortable with talking by myself in my room to a mic. And uh, I don't know if it's just me doing this over and over again, or if it's just me being more more excited. But uh, yeah, I feel I feel like uh, my true voice is finally being like brought out. I know in my first episode, I like listen to it every now and then. I'm just thinking like, oh my god, I sound super awkward. And uh, I'll, I'll probably listen to this episode tomorrow and think I'm super awkward too. But I'm feeling better. <laughs> okay, okay, enough talk. Weekly plays. Um, going to be continuing to sell beyond the puts as always. Um, I've been selling them. They've been working. Uh, I can't really complain about anything. I think everyone's uh, counting on this to go sub 160 because of that second offering. I just don't see that quite happening just yet. So I'll be selling the 150s up until then. Um, and I'm making sure that my max loss is proportional to how much I'm willing to lose because uh, there is the case of some sort of flash crash with Beyond, and I don't want to be caught up in that. But I also don't want to sell calls because, I don't know, Beyond is irrational, and I don't want to be caught in a short squeeze. Looking at other picks, it is still earnings season. Uh, this earnings season feels a lot longer than any other one. Um, but you know, notable companies that I'm looking here on the list, just to name a few, is Tencent after close on Monday. You got Tilray after close on Tuesday. Cisco after close on Wednesday, along with Canopy Growth. Um, Walmart before open on Thursday. Nvidia after the bell on Thursday, and John Deere before market open on Friday. Um, the only one that has notably higher IV that you probably want to do um, or sell options on is probably the weed ones with Tilray and CGC or Canopy. Um, other ones like NVIDIA and Walmart, you know, attractive, big retail, um, but I might not end up selling uh, options on those. Or I might not be even selling options on the, the weed ones. Uh, the market is so uncertain right now, and that's just the general... Um, like consensus of you know going into this earnings is that macro movements are going to be are going to prove to be uh, more of a factor than I think anything else uh, with all this trade tension and um, just everything that's been going on. Moving on to the new website updates, what I got done this week, there is now a Apple Podcast button because the Theta Game Podcast is now on the Apple Podcast app. Uh, that's a flex. <laughs> um, and the first 100 users that have signed up on ThetaGang.com, if you've signed up in the past, you're probably in that 100. But if you log into your account, you'll see a 100 emoji uh, next to your name, and that will be there forever for you to show off that you were the first 100 on the site. And I am also thinking about giving you guys special permissions if you do have that emoji. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be super dope, and thank you. I have big plans for this next feature release uh, for next week. If I don't make it in time for next week, probably the ne week after that. 
but I want to make the website finally collaborative so that you know you guys can post you guys can share your trades maybe enter your trades I'm still working out the UX I'm still working out the feasibility of everything I'm working out like you know what people would really do versus what people want versus what people wouldn't do you know like I think everyone loves the trades um, the trades URL on my website where you can view my trades I feel like everyone wants to um, also contribute and also do it as well with their profile but what I'm finding is that there's a lot of other sites that do this already and there's a lot of unfinished trades that people are um, putting themselves into because it's really hard mentally to go back into a platform and sign in to record a losing trade it takes a lot of maturity it takes a lot of like emotion out of the game so I need to figure out some really cool way of you know making sure that people do what they're supposed to do and have um, the most consistent data uh, across everything of course there's always gonna be a few bad apples that are gonna be uh, trying to get around the system but again this is all experimental I'm just trying to pick out what would be the most fun for everybody what would be the most practical um, but going back again whatever is the most fun and while we're on the new website updates, I just want to go on a quick, quick tangent and just say that running something like datagang.com is something that's uh, not as simple as it looks. Like, there's a lot of thought that has to go into something like datagang where you have to make it look inviting to new people, but good enough or in-depth enough for, you know, the veterans, uh, but also simple enough so that everyone wants to come back and they feel like they can easily digest the information. For example, on the website, there's a table that shows all my trades. I work really, really, really hard to make it look simple. And like I line up all the numbers. I line up the dollar signs. I make sure that the table is easily as digestible as possible so that you can come back and you can actually make sense of the trades. There's other sites that do this uh, same thing too, but it's kind of a mess. You can't quite you know easily read everything. And I just want to make uh, ThetaGang.com like a very modern, simple, and inviting place to be at. All right, all right, all right. Uh, let's move on to today's topic. Uh, it's pretty relevant. Uh, this was requested by my friend Clement. Uh, shout out to him for giving me today's topic. And that's interest rates. So like, let's take a step back and let's just try to, you know, at a very, very high level, um, in, in and you know, you know what else? Actually, it, you know, in tech, when you talk about something that's high level, you're talking about something like from the bird's eye view, as in high level. Uh, I notice that whenever I say high level amongst my friends, like in public, <laughs> in public, or like if I'm just talking to my regular friends that aren't in tech, they think high level means complicated, but it's actually the inverse. So like when you think of something that's high level, you're looking at for the bird's eye view. You want the broad scope of something. So you're very, very uh, talking about the surface of something. So let's discuss at a high level uh, what it means for the stock market to go up. Uh, you know, talking in layman's terms, like if the stock market's going up, that means businesses are doing well, the government's doing well, people are doing well, etc. And knowing that the inverse is also true, where you know if people aren't doing so hot, government's not doing so hot, and company is doing so hot, then the economy or the stock market decides to fall too. And here is the underlying topic: What happens when economies aren't doing so hot? Can the government do anything? And they can, well, they can lower interest rates. 
lowering interest rates means that companies and people I mean companies are people too but I mean that also extends to traders or you know regular people like you and me uh, we can borrow money from the government or from other financial institutions at a lower cost uh, because if the government lowers interest rates uh, for the bigger like the corporations that we borrow from they can give it the lower interest rates savings down to us as well uh, which entices us to borrow more money to grow more uh, say for example I you know qualify for a 50k loan to open a bakery then great you know I start my life uh, becoming a baker uh, I grow that business into five businesses uh, and I expand and then boom I'm a millionaire growth for all growth growth is good lower interest rates are great um, but that also applies for you know regular people like me uh, I'm definitely a regular guy if I wanted to like say you know take out a 10 or 10k loan uh, knowing that the interest rates just got cut then I could probably look on the market and notice that you know uh, interest rates for personal loans are also lower so that um, you know coupled with if I had insecurities about how I looked and maybe I wanted to uh, you know you know spend some money on you know bougie stuff like some brand name clothing if I wanted to buy a nice car I can do that as well and that's promoting the economy as well because I'm supporting uh, these retail businesses that are trying to make money off of you know luxurious purchases like mine uh, that are banking on uh, you to spend your uh, loans on them that of course is uh, a very very high level view of why lowering interest rates will boost the economy um, last year on or in around October the market had some sort of like flash crash right or some like if you, I don't want to get into the topic of like crash versus correction but uh, maybe it's got went into a little bit of correction but uh, you can notice that when you know Powell hinted at uh, raising interest rates the market plummeted because it uh, took uh, into consideration how businesses would be hindered from growing so that um, so that when you know he announced that they were possibly going to raise interest rates that the market had that flash crash looking beyond that though I love saying the word beyond <laughs> I think it's beyond me I think it's getting to me um, uh, beyond that October date today is now uh, August 11 2019 and we're looking at uh, another interest cut interest rate cut at 0.25 percent so the you know market took that with maybe a grain of salt it's been trading a little bit sideways a little bit up and now we're looking at this downturn because of all this China tension and now we're in this limbo where we have new people coming into the market asking you know we're getting these interest rate cuts why is it the market going up and it's because of these macro movements of, of like these trade tensions so now we're in this downtrend we're going you know we're in this limbo we don't know if we're going up or down you know like every day but now even more you know it's super uncertain volatility is higher which is the time to be selling options like us theta gang 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said that. I'm sorry. I said that. Um, <laughs> it's amazing what you get yourself to say when you're alone in your room talking into a mic. <laughs> but going forward, uh, the reason why uh, the Fed even cuts interest rates in the first place, the main reason why it does it is to keep the inflation rate at around two percent. 
and so you know the economy you know say you know all the all the companies all the big huge companies are doing really well you know they're raking in tons of dough and they're growing and growing and growing and that means they're able to borrow more and more money um, you can see how in a cyclical fashion that if that were allowed to continue without any hindrance that these companies would be borrowing more money um, at rates that you know the government probably can't afford uh, to lend them and you know if something bad were to happen to the company if they defaulted and on all of these low interest rate loans it's bad so what the government does or what the fed does in particular is raise interest rates to hinder people or companies uh, from borrowing money that you know would put them in an otherwise bad scenario uh, but of course this can be looking at both ways um, from the bear side and the bear uh, the bull side and the bear side bull side being obviously you want interest rates to be lower so that companies can grow more uh, for cheaper and the bear case uh, wanting interest rates to go higher uh, because you know maybe you want the uh, economy to slow down or you think the economy has run up too high so that you know you need to raise these interest rates so that the market can have a time to cool off so that there isn't some sort of a uh, big sell-off off of low volume uh, but you know to each their own it's whatever you really take a take a stance on um, though you know data has proven <laughs> that if you're bullish in this market then you're going to probably be correct uh, but that can all change of course it's also worth noting that it's Jerome Powell the chair of the Federal Reserve uh, that gives these uh, what you call testimonies uh, to the public hinting at whether or not we're going to be getting uh, rate cuts or he's giving like you know a health thermometer on how the economy is doing and the amount of times and the direction of the interest rates uh, like cuts or hikes is never explicitly defined in any sort of itinerary uh, it's always just implied from these testimonies so you know the testimony in a testimony uh, he can mention that you know we're gonna get two or three rate cuts this year the markets gonna go up but that's not a explicit promise of two or three it's more of him you know usually just saying like we might uh, increase rates this year and you know the market was going to take it as 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 take it as it is and moon or you know just like october last year he can hint that the uh the government will or the fed will increase rates and the market will plummet so there's a lot of weight in his uh testimonies so it's definitely uh something you want to keep an ear out for or an eye out for for the dates and make sure you're hedging your positions uh accordingly and also making sure that uh, maybe you don't even want to hedge and maybe you just want to you know stay cash in whatever decision he is and or he does uh, and make your moves uh, after the fact and just so you're not sweating in the car right now thinking about when the next testimony uh, could be uh, I'm looking at the federalreserve.gov website and it seems like the next testimony from Jerome Powell is not scheduled so uh, at least not yet so you don't have to worry about that quite yet alright and moving on to the YOLO section uh, the user last week who bought fourteen thousand dollars of Apple calls expiring for September 6th uh, he believed that or she believed gotta be inclusive it's 2019 that they were gonna be down 9k the next day however there was a slight moon in the morning <laughs> and moon is used very very uh, loosely here but they exited with a 2k profit 
because they just wanted to secure in some gains. Uh, but you know, th they briefly do also mention that they were up at 5k at one point. But really, you can't complain with those gains. You can't complain about making money here. Uh, anyone that's ever traded anything can always say that you know if he or she held onto that position longer, they would have made X amount more. Uh, but again, uh, congrats to this user here, knowing uh, what they're happy with, getting up with 2K, and uh, not ending up losing any money here. All right, and for this week's YOLO, I kind of want to give them a separate episode. I also possibly want to bring them on for interview uh, because this is a 20-year-old subreddit user that has gone from a few thousand dollar portfolio to $600,000 all in a matter of like a week or two, uh, but also losing all of it on the way back to 40K. And they're now uh, crazy, I know, like going from a few thousand dollars to 600k and then going back but um, they are now sitting at 40k putting it all on uh, canopy growth's uh, earnings on Wednesday after the bell uh, they bought 310 of the CGC 33s that's the ticker for canopy growth CGC and so Wednesday after the bell we will know or I guess probably Thursday open we'll know the fate of that 40k he or she invested in um, the the entire subreddit is like rooting and not or it's pretty divided to be honest about uh, whether or not he or she should win uh, you know going from 600k at age 20 you could do so many things with that can you imagine looking back just cl just close your eyes oh actually don't close your eyes you're driving but just imagine you are 20 years old. You're probably what, like a, a fret? No, you're, you're probably like a sophomore or junior in college, and you have $600,000. I mean, that's that's pre tax, but God, oh my God, dude, 600K? You could pay your tuition in cash. You could roll up into the office, the financial, the financial help office, drop that cash on the desk and be like, yo, I'm paying my tuition in full. I want to get out of my loans. I'm out. Oh my God. I, I cannot imagine uh, giving all that away, but here we are, or here they are, uh, back down to 40K, put it all in one more earnings. Will this user go out with a bang, or will they be, you know, up 200k? We'll see. Uh, I'm excited for next week's episode on the update on this user. Uh, be sure to stick around. That about sums it up for my fourth podcast, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, remember to visit ThetaGang.com and check out my Patreon at Patreon.com slash ThetaGang, and follow me on Twitter at RealThetaGang. You can also email me at juni at thetagang.com. That's J-O-O-N as in Nancy, I-E at thetagang.com. Or you could just tweet at me. You can tweet at me some questions. You can tweet at me, you know, podcast episodes. You can tweet at me, uh, you know, just a anything really, even feature requests. There's been numerous cases where people have been re requesting features. And not only do I shout them out in the podcast, but I actually add the feature to the site. So just think about it. it. Software companies are paying engineers thousands of dollars a month to do f features on a website. You guys get to do it to this software engineer for free. So think about that. Dwell on it. And uh, I have just one more announcement right after this. Okay, so that's it. 
that's my podcast. This is totally extra. So if you have to get out of the car and go into your work, go into your work and just you know listen to this some other time. But so I had this really cool idea, and uh, it, it's something like this. I want to uh, facilitate people to write write articles or write how-tos or you know write their opinions maybe their due diligence but I can't quite find a good method on how to do it on an open platform like I don't know if I'm gonna open this up and people are gonna write super dumb stuff uh, as due diligence or if some people are gonna write some really good stuff so what I want to do in the very beginning is that if you're a user signed up on ThetaGang.com go ahead and write up any opinion piece or due diligence or anything and if it's good enough and if I end up using it on the site and of course I'm gonna give you credit your username will be somewhere on the bottom of the article or the DD and it'll have some cool flair like uh, you know theta gang analyst uh, but anyway I'll put you on the I'll put you on some on the site in some sort of section and so people can go and read it you'll get maybe some upvotes I don't know what type of uh, feedback you'll be getting but you'll be open to get that but check this you will and I don't know the legalities of it but <laughs> you will send me that in an email if I end up using it I'll Venmo you enough money for a pizza or if you feel comfortable with me knowing your address I will buy you a pizza and have it delivered to your door uh, and <laughs> It's an it's an amazing idea, I know. So if you have any ideas about anything, uh, again, opinion, due diligence, uh, and a how to, please, please send it in to Juni. Again, one more time. That's J O O N as in Nancy, I E at thetagang.com. And if I use it, I will send you a pizza. Thank you so much. Have a great day and good luck this week.